welcome to the Soul Circle Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Beltov, and I am so happy to have you joining me here today. This podcast is all about sharing stories from the heart so that you know, recognize, and truly realize you, yes, you, you are not alone. We are in this together, which is why there is also a community space that we hang out in. And I can't wait to meet you over there. So come on by. You can learn more about it in the link below or also on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. Now let's jump in to this week's episode, shall we? This week, I want to chat with you about being seen and heard and how important that is for every single one of us. Have you ever been in a room and you are trying to share something or trying to get involved in the conversation and you just feel like you're invisible? I think all of us could raise our hand to say that that has probably happened to us one time or another in our lives. And it's not a good feeling, right? It's terrible to feel like you are invisible, that no one is hearing what you're saying. No one is seeing you. Nobody wants to feel like that ever. And I know I have talked about this on the podcast before. When I was younger, I was super, super shy, really just wanting to blend into the background, have nobody see me. I became at that time a real observer of the world, observing what was happening in the room the conversations that were taking place, the way people were interacting with one another. And I was doing that because I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin to insert myself into the conversation. I didn't have the courage or the confidence to share myself. And so I observed, I watched, I blended in. And I can tell you, From doing that, I have most definitely learned a lot. And I think that's why now I am a really good listener and am able to to hear what people are saying before wanting to jump in and express my own ideas because I was listening the whole time, listening and listening. But then there came a point in my life where I wanted to be involved in the conversation. I didn't want to be that wallflower anymore. I saw people interacting. I saw the joy that they were having. And I wanted that for myself as well. But I didn't have those skills to get myself into the conversation. I didn't know how to do it. And it sounds so silly, right? Like thinking, oh, well, you just talk. You just share yourself. But from being an observer, For so long, that was highly intimidating. Every single thing I would say, I would overanalyze in my head and wonder and worry. Was that the right thing to say? Did I totally just make a fool of myself? And it was a time in my life where I was still learning who I was, still trying to figure out who is this person that is me? What do I have to contribute to a conversation? Where do I fit in 
in this grand, crazy, wild world that we're in. And when you're in that place, that unknowing of who you are, it can feel really uncomfortable. Have you ever felt that? Have you ever felt like you just weren't sure who you were yet? And I think we all do as we grow up and we're trying to navigate ourselves in the world and figure out our place, figure out really what is it that lights us up? What is it that makes us different from others that we can bring to the table and share? And it really took me getting to know myself, to get comfortable in my own skin. I think that was the biggest thing, is being comfortable in my own skin. Flaws and silliness and whatever, all of it, you know, just embracing it. Because this is me, exactly as I am. And I don't need to be different for you. I don't need to change because you think I should be a certain way. I am who I am. And I love who this person is. And it wasn't until I could really fully step into that, that I began to see how I do contribute and was more confident to share my voice, my thoughts, my opinions, and then actually be in a room and not be invisible. And it took a lot of me putting myself out there of navigating unknown water, right? Because I didn't, I didn't do it before. And really finding my way into a conversation. And there were many times in those beginning phases where I would speak and I would say something, but it wasn't heard. And I would get so frustrated with myself thinking like, why, why don't they hear me? What's going on here? And there could have been so many factors, right? It all depends upon the room that you're in. Sometimes the energy is so big and wild to be heard. You really got to push yourself in. And that's not a bad thing, you know, to push yourself into the conversation, but it takes work and it takes you being willing to do that work and nudge your way in. The sound of my voice. I have a very low voice and I need to remind myself, oh, speak louder. If you speak louder, you will or may be heard. And then reading the room and when you are trying to interject. Because you can't talk over someone. You'll never be heard then. So it's how do you find your way in, right? How do you find that time where you can speak and you are heard? And at first it can feel like this overwhelming, crazy thing. And it can be frustrating, so frustrating when you aren't heard. But the biggest reminder that I kept saying to myself is not to like get too down on myself and don't make it so much about me, that there's something wrong with me. But people are just in their own worlds, right? And you know, they, they're passionate about their own things and they're excited and they're talking about it and they're into it. And it doesn't mean that they don't see you there. They're just, they're just running. 
they're running their own thing in their head. And it might take a, a little bit of work to find your way into that. But don't get down on yourself. Don't drag yourself to the mud thinking, oh, there's something wrong with me. I'm not of value to be in this space. I don't deserve this. No, my goodness, we cannot go down that road because it is the farthest thing from the truth. Absolutely the farthest. It's really just finding your own way in. And I have had this happen to me many times also at work. Because in that beginning phase when I was, and even now, you know, when you're still learning something new, you're, we always become afraid to ask the questions, why? <laughs> why? We don't want to look like the one person in the room who has no idea what's going on, right? We don't. And even now I'm taking on a new project. And I'm coming into it, not at the very beginning, but a little bit in the middle of it. And so all the other people in the room know what's going on. They know the lingo. They know the acronyms. <laughs> they know all of it. And I'm trying to piece it together as I'm sitting there and listening. And then there's questions that are in my head. And I, I don't ask them. And I should. Because it's okay to be the new person in the room and ask all the questions. It's okay to do not know all the answers. And I think it's having this willingness to be okay with maybe making a fool of yourself. That it doesn't have to always be you at the top of your game knowing everything. The only way that you get to know all those things is by asking the questions. And I need to remind myself that, you know, no matter how much I have grown and how much I have come into my own self, it's the reminder that the questions are okay. And if you're asking it, there might also be someone else in the room who is wondering the same exact thing, but is feeling the same way you are. And they're kind of timid and afraid to ask that question. So go ahead and ask it. And there's so many ways that you can shape it so that you don't look like, oh, I have no idea what's happening here. You know, like express that you're new, express that you're learning. You know, show that you want to be involved. Because asking the questions also shows that. It doesn't show it when you're just sitting back, silent and quiet. But bring your voice to the table, even if it is in the form of a question that others may already have the answer to. And one thing I have done time and time again, more times than I would like to even admit, is holding that question or that thought or that idea inside of my head and not saying it until I'm about to say it. And then someone else in the room jumps in and says it almost as if they're like pulling the idea or the question or the thought right out of my mind and plopping it onto the table. And I get so frustrated with myself because I'm like, oh, I should have just said it right when I had the thought. Like, why was I holding on to it? And so it's really important to just give yourself that space and know that we're all human. 
we're all feeling the same way. And there are going to be other people in the room who come across so confident and bold and sure of themselves. But just like you, they have their own insecurities. And maybe they have become better at putting up a wall. And not even better, but maybe they have developed a way of showing up to put up a wall so that you don't see that. And that's the way that they show up in the world. But it doesn't mean that their insecurities aren't there. And so really give yourself that space to be who you are in the rooms that you enter. And yes, of course, there is this shifting at times, right? Depending upon who our audience is. But at the core, who are you? And what does that look like when you enter into a room and know that who you are carries that energy in and people see it and they feel it? So what kind of energy do you want to bring along with you? And on the flip side of this is because there are so many times you have, may have felt this way, right? Of kind of leaning into the shadows and not feeling seen and heard. But then how many times have you been in a room where there has been that person there and you see them and they're quiet and they might be feeling a little timid and unsure, but you're in your zone. You're with your people. You're doing your thing. And is there a way to invite them into the conversation, to bring them in to the circle? Because the hardest thing can sometimes be just finding our way into that circle. And we may need someone to, to help hold our hand, to invite us in. Because we all know what it feels like to be on the outside. And it's not, it's not a good feeling at all. I have gone to many different art retreats now. And at a retreat, you're coming together with a group of strangers. You know, there's people who have known each other from before. Maybe some people have traveled together. But a large majority is people showing up, not knowing one other single person in that room. And on that first day, it can feel very intimidating. You're walking into this space. You don't know where to sit. You don't know who to talk to. You don't know what to say. And, oh my gosh, talk about overwhelm, right? But then you got to step back for a moment and realize you're not the only one. You are with a group of people who have decided to take this wild adventure and show up in the woods or at the beach or on the lake with all these other strangers ready to experience whatever is about to unfold. And you have a choice of how you're going to show up. And there have been so many times where I've really had to push myself to get myself involved in the conversation. 
to not go back to that wallflower experience and observe and observe, but not engage. And it's oh, so challenging, right? But once you get into it, it becomes so rewarding. Because you start to break down your own walls and barriers. Because I do put up this protective layer. And when I start to break it down and allow myself that space to be seen for who I am. And the only way I can do that is by sharing what exactly is in my heart, what lights me up. Share about my passion for writing, about creating a community, about love notes, all of these things where there have been times in my head where I thought if I shared them, people will think I'm nuts. And now I'm realizing, but this is me. This is my life every day. This is what absolutely lights me up. Share about my joy of running and how I have ran the marathon, how I love being outdoors. Any little things about you that are just personal. Those are the things that open up the door for connection. And they invite others in. And rather just listening and listening and listening, giving your space, yourself that space to share as well. And so I do it. And I push myself past that comfort zone. I share about the things that light me up. And when I am sharing about those things that light me up, oh, it can radiate from me because I am so in my zone. So into the joy of it, the reason behind it. There's no trying to pretend because it's, it's my thing. It's my total jam. Sitting down to write in my journal, pulling cards, these little tiny things that I do every day. Those are the things that make up me. And we each have those things and it looks different for every single one of us. But when we share our passions, when you get excited about something, you encourage others to be excited too. There's nothing more thrilling than talking to someone who is so excited about what they're talking about. And you can feel it from them in their voice, in their tone, in their gestures. And it really becomes contagious. And you're like, gosh, I, I want something like that, right? that I can talk so passionately about. And you have it. You definitely have it inside of you. But what is it? What is that thing for you? Those are the things that connect us. Those are the things that break down the wall and bring us together with one another. And it's funny how it seems like it should be something that's so intuitive. That should be easy, right? But it's very personal. And it's really learning that there's value in it. Even the smallest, tiniest passion you may have, there is so much value in it. Is it gardening? 
cooking, taking your kids for a walk, whatever it looks like, that's, that's your jam. That's your thing. Share that with the world because you're teaching others along the way just by example of showing that you go after what lights you up. And you find your way. You absolutely find your way. And so I feel like for me, this is a consistent journey. One that I will likely probably be on forever, right? This unearthing of who I am. This stepping more deeply into the things that bring me joy. And I will always be a learner forever. I love learning. I love finding out new things about myself or getting stronger in different ways. And through that, it, it comes with challenges and also pushing myself. This podcast was one area of that. Pushing myself past my comfort zone. Showing up to a microphone and speaking. For that wallflower little girl, <laughs> that's a huge challenge. And here I am doing it. Figuring it out along the way. And it's another area where it's pushing me to be seen. To be seen and heard in different ways. Ways that take me past my comfort zone, but also closer to connection. And I think that is the most important thing is we're going to be challenged. We're going to be really challenged to go past our comfort zone. But what happens when you do that? What happens when you step up to the plate and you say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go for this. I know it's not going to be easy but I'm not going to allow myself to quit. That's where the growth happens, right? That's where the true change and evolution and strength and courage all combine forces and you become so much stronger than you ever realized you could be and you learn and grow along the way. And it's incredibly powerful. It really is. And so I really encourage you to use your voice, to share it, to give yourself that space to be seen and heard. And when you think you aren't being seen and heard, don't give up. Don't think it's about you. But maybe see if there's another approach. Maybe see if there's something you can try differently that allows yourself to be seen and heard. And when you're with someone and you can tell they're trying to, to be involved, they're trying to enter the conversation, pull them in. Allow them this opportunity to, to join forces without them having to really struggle to find their way in. Because it's hard. It's frustrating, right? <laughs> And be fully present in all that you feel. And when it is those butterflies and you're like, yikes, do we really have to do this? Yes, go for it. Do it. Take the leap. Ah, gosh, gosh, I just, I look back on the journey that I have been on. 
And it's funny because when I do go away to art retreats and I'll tell people, oh yeah, like I was super shy, they're surprised because in that moment, that's not how I'm showing up. I'm showing up more outgoing. I'm showing up more confident. And they're like, there's no way. It's like, oh my gosh, if you could only have seen me then. Literally standing against the wall. Wanting to blend in as much as possible. And to think just how much I have grown in that and have found my own voice. And how I continue to still find my own voice and see where I'm willing to to show up and use it. And how when I do that, how great it feels, even if it is challenging. But I know that I've stood beside myself. I know that I stayed true to who I was. And I think that's a huge thing is for us to recognize where we were and how far we have come. Because you have been on this epic journey in your life. You started one way, one place. And you found your way to here. And you didn't just find your way to here by accident. You made your way to here through challenges and triumphs and struggles and worry and fear and all of it. You worked through all of it to find your way to this space right now, right here. And how incredible is that? How absolutely amazing that you are standing where you are today. And yeah, I've got battle scars, right? From this journey. But I've also have incredible stories. Memories etched into my heart that will never go away. There has been loss, but there's also been love. There has been heartache, but there's also been these wild chances that I have taken that have brought me to places I never could have imagined. And where I didn't think there was this opportunity, it came. But only because I was willing to be open to it. And so just take a moment and give yourself credit for this journey that you're on. For all that you have done to get yourself here today. And of course there is a a huge unknown journey in front of you as well. But seeing all that you've done to get here, there's no doubt in my mind you're going to make it to wherever you're going next. It's not going to always be easy, right? We know that. But you know you can do it. You know you can make it through. And now you have also all these incredible tools and resources and things that you can lean on to. And they'll guide you wherever it is you're going next. Becoming a mom is a huge, wild, crazy journey for me. No idea what to expect. No idea what I'm really, truly getting into. I'm great at being the ant. Number one, I wasn't handling newborns, <laughs> which is a whole other ball game, right? And I would have a blast with the kids, but then they go home 
They're not here 24 hours a day. And that's a whole different story. A whole different story. And what is that going to look like for me? What am I going to look like as a mom? It's a whole new area where I have to learn and grow and develop and gain my confidence and figure out what am I doing? Because right now I feel very little confidence in being able to do it. But I'll learn, right, along the way. And I'll figure it out and I'll make mistakes. And I'll ask all the questions. And of course, it's not, definitely most not, going to be perfect. But it's a journey. And seeing all that I made it through before, I can make it through this too. We have to remember that within ourselves. We have this strength, this incredible strength. And we can do amazing things. Mm. Gosh, I'm so grateful for you. So grateful to have this opportunity to just sit down with you each week and share whatever is in my heart that wants to spill out. And so thank you so, so much for joining me here. But before we go, of course, I'm going to ask you to grab your notebook. Because there is something so powerful about getting things down onto the page. And today I want you to really recognize and honor who you are at your core. When you're alone in your room and no one is watching, who is that person? What do you look like? What does your voice sound like? Are you silly and goofy? Are you dancing around? What is it? Really share truthfully who you are at the core. Because maybe someone enters that room and now you shift a little. But before anyone enters, who is that person? And just start with the words, I am, and allow it to flow from there. And then come on over to the community space and share because we want to get to know you. We want to see you and hear you. And you can show up exactly as you are in your PJs, no makeup. That's what I do all the time. <laughs> so please don't feel intimidated. It's a beautiful community space. It's similar to a social media type space, but it's off of social media. So there's no distractions. There's no ads. It's just curated content that I provide and conversation starters so that we can engage with each other, learn about one another, and really, truly connect. So come on over to Soul Circle. The link is on my website, or you can click down below, and I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, have a wonderful week ahead.